Welcome to the Executive Function Podcast, where we make the invisible keys to success easy for you to teach your child. We'll go beyond theory to proven action, helping you create peace and independence at home and at school. With your host, educational author, award-winning teacher, and celebrated learning coach, Sarah Kesti. Tribe, fun. Remember fun? Okay. I don't need to be that dramatic. Fun has not been canceled. It's been beat up, boxed in, and diminished quite a bit over the past six months of pandemic survival, but it's not canceled. I'm here today to make the argument that fun isn't just an extra something that we have to make room for once in a while when we're all done with our have-tos. Today, I'm going to teach you why fun is necessary for your and your child's brains and why it will help you get the to-dos done more consistently. Fun and productive, that's my ideal partnership. It's tempting right now to blend the boundaries between home and work or between home and school because the physical boundaries for many of us are gone. I am now technically speaking, a teacher who also sleeps at school, since both are happening at my house. Working 24-7 gives us something to do and somewhere to put our nervous energy. This goes for students too. At the end of most of my classes, I'll have students who linger, wanting to stay on the video call, even asking for extra work because they are bored or lonely. P.S. Don't think for a minute that I say too bad to these kids. We actually close class, giving kids a chance to plan to see each other virtually outside of class on other platforms. When our physical boundaries are so scarce and the demands on our time are also so different, it's easy for lots of people to assume work mode all of the time. And as someone who loves work and productivity, I fall into this trap too. Then I have to get real with myself. At some point, after pushing myself continuously for so long, I'm only looking busy. My body is there, but my brain is flickering 20% of its usual functioning. Or maybe my eyes are moving, but my brain is not actually reading. Our minds are pretty great at fooling us into thinking we're doing more than we are. Our brains may even rationalize that we haven't yet earned fun time or that we must complete all work before play. This goes against brain science, which I will explain in a second. Side note, using breaks for play to motivate you to get a task done is a great strategy, but... Don't withhold all joy and fun until everything is done because it will never, ever be all done unless you eat with no utensils so to avoid dirtying dishes and live naked so you don't make laundry. You will literally always have something to do. Keep that in mind next time you're nakedly eating over the sink with your hands, weirdo. (laughs) All right, so here's why I'm on the soapbox today, singing the praises of fun. Fun can hack your brain in some great ways. 
And if you wanted a great book on this, there's a book by my friend Kirsten, and her book is called Play DHD. So play on words, haha. Um, but it's really great, full of great hacks, and hopefully she will be someone who will come on the podcast. So again, her book is called Play DHD, and it's by Kirsten Milliken. I'll link it in the show notes too. All right, let me hit you with some science. I'll link the studies in the blog, sarahkesty.com forward slash blog forward slash episode 33, so you can geek out as you wish. And when I hit you with science, I'm always hitting you with a user-friendly version of research, and I'll own that I simplify it a little bit. Researchers share studies with the hope that they can help others. Brain chemicals are complex and actually not fully understood by science. As in, we know that certain ADHD or antidepressant medications work for people, but we aren't exactly 100% sure why still. The beauty of science is also its desire to challenge itself and prove itself wrong. What I'm sharing with you today is what we know of as of 2020. All right, tribe, we know that stress can help us focus. It can shift us into courageous mode and push us just enough to finish that dreaded project just in time. It can also hurt us in considerable ways. Chronic stress can lead to chronic diseases and loads of poor decisions as we try to escape the negative feelings through food, drugs, or other choices. You know all this, but... Did you know that the hippocampus, the brain's emotional center, can shrink after repeated stress? Our brain juices called serotonin, dopamine, and cortisol can also be impacted by stress. Stress raises cortisol, which pop science calls the stress hormone, and for good reason, which is great if you're being chased by a lion. Cortisol and its related neurochemicals can actually help your brain focus and help your body take quick, powerful actions to escape danger. But like we said in episode 31, you don't need this type of biochemical support when you're dealing with an iPad that didn't charge or seeing dishes in the sink again. You probably guessed that stress decreases the more positive brain juices of serotonin, which is associated with mood, happiness, appetite, and sleep, and dopamine, the learning, memory, motivation, and focus juice. I'll risk being Captain Obvious to say that we are all experiencing stress, but here's the secret few people tell you. Fun combats these chemical changes. Yep. Pleasure, enjoyment, fun, silliness, things that make you happy get your brain juices back in alignment, which helps your body regulate back to feeling good over time. It's tempting during stressful times to use rhetoric along the lines of all work and no play because we try to convince ourselves that we must do something productive about the stress, that we must work to make the stress go away. The irony here is that well-timed and consistent play will indeed make the stress go away and will help our work times be more productive. This bears repeating. Taking time for fun will make you feel less stressed. 
Feeling less stressed will make your brain work better. Making your brain work better means your work will be more efficient and effective. Boom. All right. When you or your child takes a break, even just 5 to 20 minutes a few times a day is a good place to start. Here's what happens in your brain. If the fun involves movement, you're getting more oxygen to your brain, naturally increasing the feelings of alertness and focus. Fun that is new, novel, or exciting gives the brain a boost in dopamine, increasing focus and the likelihood of remembering well. Experiencing love or connection results in greater serotonin and oxytocin in the brain, resulting in more happy feelings and better social skills and interactions. And I was just recently reading that a great way to get a serotonin boost is to just check in with your pet. Fun increases dopamine. Dopamine is vital to learning because it helps with focus and memory. Dopamine is also the chemical associated with starting tasks and finding energy to tackle things you dread. Increasing your dopamine is also associated with improved executive function. Scientists theorize that dopamine helps reinforce the connection between behaviors and consequences. It helps us learn that when we do certain actions, we make certain things happen. This pattern, like we talked about in episode 9, makes life tasks flow a lot smoother and empowers us to know we create our futures. When you mindfully separate work and school from your home slash fun zone, you're giving your brain cues as to how to act. Breaks from the task and physical space associated with that task help your brain get unstuck. You can decrease how much time a task takes by allowing a break when you hit a roadblock. And I know this sounds counterintuitive because you're like, just push through it, just get it done. But if there's a lot of just and should in your brain, you're stuck. And it's okay to take a break, go look at something else, take, get your brain out of that physical space and come back. Sometimes that will just allow you to have a moment, breathe, get into a space where you can access the problem-solving components of your brain. Because remember, like we talked about before, if you're experiencing stress over a task, eventually stress brain takes over and you can't access all of the great executive functions of problem-solving and flexible thinking to see the problem in a new way. So taking a break, coming back fresh, getting back into the work zone, just by physically coming back into the workspace after a break is such a great brain hack. We don't take advantage of it enough. And we, as in me, (laughs) I'm sure all of us, but you know, sometimes I have to take a hard look at my strategies too and make sure that I am um, drinking my own executive function Kool-Aid. All right. So some other things that play does inside of your brain Play also provides structures for practice with executive function. So for example, games with rules require us to self-monitor and adjust our behaviors to meet the expectations of the game. We have to manage impulses to be team players. We have to plan for future moves in games 
evaluate how we did so we can adjust for our next move. And we have to stay pro-social so that we still have people to play with. Play is so good for our brains. And don't only ask me, the famous child psychologist Vygotsky has a bunch of research on this too. All right, so I've convinced you, you're open to some more fun, but you might feel limited given the restrictions for safety during a pandemic. I get it. I've had to literally brainstorm and write down things that bring me joy to make sure I was including them enough. Here are some ideas to make sure you have enough fun and stay safe doing so. Take advantage of the calendar. Having something to look forward to is a powerful and easy way to get a boost of dopamine. It's why we love planning for the holidays, sometimes more than the actual holidays themselves. Our brains reward us with feel-good juice when we anticipate something rewarding. So, plan some standing virtual game nights with friends, or have a night where you make a really yummy cheat meal or bake something. Save a special cocktail, adults, not children, for only one night a week. You can game your brain by limiting and planning your access to certain things. Anticipating getting these things can actually bring you more feel-goods than if you gave them to yourself every day of the week. Think about if you eat a piece of cake every day, cake's not special because you have it all the time. So if you can limit and kind of give yourself a a contract, so to speak, of how to earn those things or when you can have them, maybe like, oh, Fridays I get to have cake or whatever. It actually brings you more joy in your brain than if you have it all the time, which is crazy to think about, but I definitely can relate to that. Make some everyday things special. So here's a new strategy. If you have to eat dinner every night, which yes, you do, why not make a couple themed nights? I mean, Taco Tuesday thrives in our culture because our brains love things like this. Another way to make fun as part of your just weekly routine is to use the reality TV trick of a preview for the next day. You know how at the end of some shows, it'll give you a sneak peek of the next episode? Next week on, they're not just filling time. Our brains love to anticipate. So you can give your child a boost in your evening routine by thinking ahead about one great thing that is possible or planned the next day. You can also rebrand the mundane. (sighs) Have you ever cleaned your kitchen? Have you ever played Kitchen Blitz? It's a game I just made up where you try to beat the clock while you clean. I know which one my brain feels pumped for, and pumped brains help you get through bummer jobs. Fun doesn't have to be non-productive, so find a way to funify your mundane have-tos. Sorry to my students, but I've tricked them for 16 plus years by hosting cleaning parties in our classroom where you get a wipe, you get a student-made soundtrack, and a silly announcement from me, and that's all it takes to get our classroom sparkling in like five minutes in a fun way. 
Can you imagine now how it would go over if I just announced that every student must wipe down their desks? They wouldn't do well with that, and then I'd be stuck in a power struggle for compliance. That's a big no thanks for me. Try boring things in new ways. That's another strategy. So can you do your math sheet bottom to top every fifth problem? Our brains love novelty and are really cheap to please. So try to hack your brain when you have something you dread by just changing up how you do it. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a student to do something they dreaded by letting them pick where they start or giving them a new pen to write with or um, highlighting the problems that they wanted to do first. I mean, really, truly, our brains are cheap to please. We just have to think outside the box. Beat the clock. That's my last strategy. And I know you're like, oh, God, Sarah, really? We've talked about this, but I repeat it because it works. That sense of urgency, even though it's arbitrary because we're making it up, gives your brain just enough positive stress that it will pump out the just enough right amount of focus juice. I use it all the time with dishes and I swear it works because I know that's my constant example, but it's because I capital H hate doing dishes. All right, tribe, today you learned how taking a break from work to have a little fun boosts the positive chemistry in your brain while combating stress. You also learned ways to make have-tos fun so that you're still productive while you're boosting your brain. You learned that you need systems to separate work or school from home, even though they're in the same physical space to help cue your brain how to act and feel. Plus, being able to remove yourself from work zone helps your brain separate the requirements and helps you feel like you have a break. So if you're doing work from the couch and then all of a sudden it's fun time also from the couch, your brain's not gonna have those physical cues to be able to know how to act and you're gonna feel fuzzy. You're gonna feel like the work day never really ends because your work's always hanging out in your brain. So try as much as you can, even if you have a tiny space to separate them. I had a parent send me a picture that was such a great idea of they hung kind of like a sheet in between the living room and the workspace. And when the sheet was down, That was work zone and the TV didn't go on and there were all kind of physical cues to help the brain feel like it was in a more productive space. And then you could get out of that space and have fun and not feel guilty about it because you're having fun inside of your workspace. All right. Hey, I'm forming a student coaching group that I'm so excited about and it's with students who need executive function supports throughout the week. So think of it like quick little strategies and a check-in with a team coach. If that sounds like just the right supports right now, reach out to me at sarah at sarahkesti.com. I'm so excited to help our tribe in this new way. All right, time for this week's pep talk. Hey kid, I recently had a kid like you tell me that coronavirus canceled fun. And I get it. It sure feels like we lost so much of what was fun. The added stress of new ways to do school and trying to stay safe all the time don't make it any easier or funner. 
Funner. I know it's not a word, but shouldn't it be funner? I like it. Today, your grown-up learned or was reminded why fun still matters and why it actually matters more now than ever. Did you know that long-term stress can physically hurt your brain? It also hurts your body. It also creates higher levels of neurobrain chemicals that make you feel bad. But play, excitement, joy, and fun do the opposite. So the more stressed you are, the more important it is to be sure to have some fun. And having fun doesn't need to take your time. I will warn you right now, if you let your brain wander and take breaks whenever it feels like, you're going to fall way behind. So don't use this episode as a reason to goof around all the time. School and work still matter. It's just that your brain isn't designed to work all the time without breaks for fun. Your brain actually works better when it has some time to disengage and relax. So schedule your fun. But again, don't just have a game tab open on the computer when you're trying to get homework done in another tab. That will sabotage your brain. Your brain needs to know distinct boundaries between when it's time to goof off and when it's time to have fun. Okay, I want to make sure that you heard that. (laughs) I don't want your grown-ups frustrated with me that I told you, hey, have fun. What I mean is make sure that you incorporate fun, but that you still are productive. Okay, today your grown-up also learned that it's really important to separate school and work from home stuff, even though you're sometimes still in the same physical space. So try to keep hours that are for work and school and hours that are for family and fun and stick to them as much as you can. It's easy to think that if you just push yourself, you will somehow finish the work you've been struggling with for an hour. But our brains actually do better on things if we recognize that we're stuck, take a break, then come back to the task fresh. Sometimes the solution was just waiting for us to see it with refreshed eyes. Kid, fun isn't canceled, but it is showing up wearing new clothes. Fun may look and feel different until the pandemic is over, and it's okay to feel upset about this. But take that upset and turn it into creative action. You can find ways to have safe fun And spend a little time creating new ways to find joy. We're in this together. I really hope that you have some fun this week. And I'm sending you all my love. Thank you for listening to the Executive Function Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please head over to sarahkesti.com where you'll find more resources and chances to connect with others. And please remember to like and review the show wherever you listen to this podcast. We're eager to transform the lives of even more families. 